Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from the perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Beagle. Our top story... The top story across the board is Georgia remains at the center of America's political future because not only is the presidential count critical and maybe even called for Biden in some unofficial way, because as far as I understand, they're going to hand recount those ballots, but also... Because the Senate right now is split 50-50, and there are two senators in Georgia both going to a runoff in January. I have stuff to say about that. And I also have to say, you and I, Brad, when we were on WSB, had Garland on, and the only last time there was an election there, the only election we really, really cared about was Secretary of State, because we knew how important that was for the integrity of the vote. Our guy did not win. The guy who's in there now was not our candidate. So I don't know what they're up to. Uh, Kelly Leffler called for him to step down. Wow. Really? Yeah. So here's the thing I think about that. Like, I was completely baffled when Brian Kemp put Kelly Leffler in there. Everyone's like, oh, she bought her way into that position. It was my position all along that Brian Kemp was absolutely working for the Democrats. That when his he was secretary of state, the election integrity was under serious Actually, the election was, or at least the voter stuff was absolutely hackable uh, during his time in 2016. And our friend Garland, the expert on Georgia voting, an activist and expert, he's he thinks that that some of the funny business that happened with under Kemp's watch in 2016 was for was in favor of Hillary. Now, Hillary didn't take Georgia, but not for lack of trying, uh, I think. Garland hinted at or actually totally believe. But when the investigation started against uh, into the the voter rolls and the database under Kemp, the server got mysteriously wiped so the the investigation cannot proceed there. Garland and his guys filed a complaint or a civil was there traces suit. of bleach bit on it. Did they find any of that? It was something like that. Yeah. So it, look into the story. Garland has written extensively on it. We talked about it on our previous WSB shows. But my point is just that even when Kemp and Stacey Abrams were going head to head, you absolutely brought out the possibility or even likelihood that she wanted to lose on purpose because she had bigger fish to fry. We knew she'd never take a Senate seat because she had another agenda. And her and- power, her entire career has been gained from losing and claiming that she's being oppressed. As a winner, you can't make that claim the way that she's able to do it. And therefore, you won't be able to get as many fundraising dollars. You won't be able to organize as many people. That's a good point. And I I think that she that she and he implicitly or maybe even explicitly colluded because she did not bring up that stuff about his terrible um the the allegations very well founded allegations the FBI was involved on when he was overseeing the vote in Georgia she did not pursue that mm-hmm. and to me if her thing is voting and she was running against him and she didn't bring that up it's cuz she really did not want she doesn't to want a remedy win And she doesn't want a remedy for it. So instead, you make these vague voter suppression claims that 
can't be corroborated and you continue to do that because that gives you the ability to indefinitely claim voter suppression whenever you need to. But if you were to actually investigate something in concrete ways, then you could actually have a conclusion to the issue. And these activists, these organizers, they don't seek conclusions. They seek to keep the problem open because it's the source of their power. So fast forward to now, to this year when Brian Kemp put Kelly Leffler in. How That wasn't that long ago, right? Was it last year or this year? It must have been last year. It was year. last year, yeah. Yeah, because there was no this year. So a lot of right. times I think this year was last year, know, but that's because yeah, there was no this year. So it's like when I've been watching The X-Files a lot. And I love The X-Files. When, yeah, and when there's an incident, like you can lose time. So you wake up and all of a sudden, like the clock says, was said 12 and then now it says 12, 20. And you're like, I lost yeah. 20 minutes. Like I lost 2020. What happened? <laughs> we lost yeah. 2020. So I guess the we've all gotten was, probed for all of 2020. Yes, I, I definitely have experienced uh, probed feelings. So but he put Leffler in who looked like she bought the seat. Uh, she was totally inexperienced for somebody who was about to face a senatorial election. You would think that he would put in a more solid Republican. What that did was it teed up her being challenged on the Republican side. So Doug Collins, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Doug Collins then ran on this ticket three-way, split the Republican vote. There's no chance that she would have lost if he hadn't been the spoiler there. And why would he do that? It's, it is look at the implications of what he did. And, and why isn't he being broadly criticized for that? I couldn't even find, uh, I, I would have expected just page after page of articles denouncing him for this. And people do not expect her to lose. They feel like Republicans are going to win it for the Senate, but she is running against a person of color. And this is happening on Stacey Abrams watch. Who knows what they're going to pull out of their hat against Kelly Leffler, how it's going to, how you it's going to break fraud. And it's got a, a national attention. Okay. Yes. And that too, maybe he gave them the opportunity, the Democrats, the opportunity to let the presidential election pass and then let the focus of the nation turn to this Kelly Leffler. And I don't even know who I don't even know the name of the person she's running against. I can't I, I haven't looked into oh, that one. His name is Raphael Warnock. Yes, that's right. So the the nation's attention has turned to that and the importance of it is being expressed all over the, across the board. And that is going to enable, I mean, that's going to make it a circus. It's, Georgia is going to be the, politi- the center of the political universe, and they're going to. I've seen stories where people are encouraging others to, as quickly as possible, move to Georgia en masse so that they can then register to vote and vote in favor of Ossoff and the other Democrat. So that's what he's in. He's given them a second chance and the ability to marshal their forces around these Democrats. He should be public enemy number one. If it had been Ron Paul or a libertarian that did that, they would be public enemy number one. And what they did, what is on the front page of Fox News right now, dot com is AOC calls for something like this full court press on Georgia. Then it has a picture of her, it has a picture of like Bernie Sanders. Is he going to is he going to come there? Georgia. And, and actually, All they have to do is make it look like there's this outswelling of support, especially if there is a lack of of election integrity. It just has to be close enough to cheat. That's it. And I've got more to say about how this voting thing is coming down. 
What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight, and if they bring it down for uh, against Leffler, then that will definitely benefit Ossoff. I don't know why people expect two different parties to win the Senate race. Yeah, Ossoff, which people he's 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 an empty suit controlled probably by his dad. That's what it seems like. His dad is one of his biggest fundraisers. His business, his entrepreneurial business, he presents himself, I'm an entrepreneur. I understand. The reason you do that is because you want entrepreneurs to vote for you. You want them to think that you're going to make decisions and and, and enact policies that is going to empower entrepreneurs. Well, entrepreneurs understand other entrepreneurs. They have a respect for them because it's a difficult thing to do. And John Ossoff is the opposite of an entrepreneur. The company that he runs, the investigative journalism company, he calls himself an investigative journalist, which should tick off anybody who's actually an investigative journalist. But here's how that really happened. The company that he, the award-winning company that he runs was already an award-winning company, a well-known company, And his father and him, he got some money from one of his relatives that died, and I'm sure his dad likely helped as well. They used that money to buy a position for Ossoff in that company, and they just gave him a label, and all of a sudden, he started presenting himself as an award-winning entrepreneurial investigative journalist. The awards were already there. The company was already established. He didn't build anything up. He does not have that knowledge and experience necessary to understand what an entrepreneurial really is and how to help them. And his father's name, unless it's changed, his father's name was the principal on that company when you actually look at the documents. Not his. His dad's was. But nobody ever talked about his dad because his dad rides around in the South China Sea with his custom-built yacht flying the Chinese flag, hosting Chinese diplomats. I haven't talked about this on on DMB. We have on Patreon 15, but not on DMB. And his dad worked in the Nixon administration on the war on drugs, which is the opposite of what people who support Ossoff would support. And his dad's company, Stratford Publications, which is this deep statey Intel company and company that helps. One of the main things it does is it helps the super, super rich people exploit tax loopholes, the same tax loopholes that John Ossoff says he's going to close down so that rich people can't exploit. He is a contradiction and a lie. Can you refer people to a some of the work you've done on that? Yes, we've done a lot of shows on that. I'll I'll put a link to all of them in the show in notes. In the show right. notes? Okay, because so if he gets in and uh the other guy gets in and the Senate goes 52-50 in favor of the Democrats and then Congress is Democrat and the White House is Democrat, I I shudder to think what will happen. I mean, I don't really care about the parties or who's president or whatever. But if you have that kind of thing and they think they have a mandate, Republicans don't do what they say they're going to do. So when they had all that and Trump came in, they did not get rid of Obamacare. They did not get rid of abortion. They didn't do any of the things that you kind of think they're going to do. 
I, I mean, maybe the abortion thing would have been tricky, but the Obamacare thing they could have gotten rid of for sure. And they got rid of the mandate, but they didn't just get rid of the whole law and it's still being adjudicated. But Democrats will do what they say they're going to do. So you're going to get a much bigger, more controlled government. And it's not going to make a bigger pie. It's just going to make people who maybe have a bigger slice. Everybody probably will get a smaller slice because they're without real hunger and poverty. They don't actually have to lift the bottom up to give what they're promising to give, which is equality. So if you have real poverty, then you can say people need to eat and not have lice and they need to have shoes. They have all that now. I mean, we have a perfect welfare state in that it basically takes half of the money and redistributes it. But if so, so, but I do think what's happening right now has an impact, a great impact or the purpose of the whole Trump debacle, the purpose of it is to change how the votes are handled because people are talking like crazy about fraud and this and that. I, I have never, and I, I mean, I know I, many, many people, and I would posit to guess millions of people, the people who do not vote know darn well the vote cannot be trusted. Anybody who is paying attention in 2000, 2004, and maybe every single voting experience, there has always been many different angles through which the vote was impaired. The integrity of the vote was compromised. So, but now all of a sudden, Trump, big mouth, I'm not criticizing him, but it's just like, that's his job is to be obnoxious and loud and rile people up and he's doing that and people are getting all whatever and he's got this cult of personality so they would people will see that if trump had only had control of the election like he was accused in advance of having oh trump is going to control the election he's going to declare victory whatever biden's doing all that so clearly trump didn't have that kind of control now will people wish he did and get on it will he advocate oh the president should have control and then you're going to have that but in fact if he did have control of the election you can be sure that there would be no transparency that you would absolutely have never again have any way of figuring out it was good or bad. And then the last thing I'll say is that somebody sent me, Grampy sent me uh, a tweet from, I think, Crypt- Cryptagon, Cryptome, that said there are continui- continuity of government laws that they can they can activate without even telling you. And that that can be activated against domestic enemies. And wouldn't it be kind of crazy if they looked at it from a point of view of the election was stolen and that strong men in third world countries have historically looked at called fraud on an election in order to not step down. Now, I personally don't think it's going to shake out that way, but these, this kind of talk is heightening the tension. And I think really the ultimate goal here is to just to make it so freaking loud and noisy and scary that it'll seem that, that pushing the election up to the federal level isn't really that big a deal, even though it's totally unconstitutional. It won't feel like that big a deal and maybe this alone maybe the election itself was the tripwire for the election process to change i think you might be right there's definitely going to be calls for changes coming down we're even seeing the the 2016 call we heard frequently to abolish the electoral which i own that website abolish electoral.com <laughs> i don't think it's worth very much but i thought maybe it might be back then but yeah i think we could absolutely see some changes and 
Trump is giving a speech in five or 10 minutes or so from now at 4 p.m. today. First time he's spoken publicly outside of on Twitter since the media decided that Biden was the president. And it's supposed to be about the coronavirus, an update, but we will see what happened. Speaking of the coronavirus, Elon Musk has been tweeting a lot about it. That, And I'll tell you, it's pretty, some pretty interesting tweets, and I think that you will have something to say about them. I, for one, am sick of 2020, so I've decided to make a renewed commitment to a better life. True Hemp Science is part of my plan. Since I discovered True Hemp Science, I have made CBD products a highly rewarding part of my routine. From muscle rub to body lotion to CBD oil and my absolute favorite, gluten-free brownies, I've incorporated CBD products into my personal program of improving my mental and physical well-being. Whether you know you like CBD products but have questions about quality and purity, or if you know nothing about CBD products and would like to know more, our friends at True Hemp Science are there to answer all your questions about CBD in general and their products in particular with free personal consultations and a wealth of experience and expertise. And they always have something special cooking for Propaganda Report listeners. So please support these friends of the show for yourself or someone you love at TrueHempScience.com. Musk tweeted yesterday and then he followed them up today. Last night he tweeted, something bogus is going on. Was tested for COVID four times today. Two tests came back negative. Two came back positive. Same machine, same test, same nurse, rapid antigen test from BD. And he later tweeted that he was waiting or waiting to do a PCR test, or he did PCR test and he was waiting to get the results from a PCR test. I tweeted back, which I'm sure that I'm sure that I'm the reason why he commented on this very thing earlier today. I tweeted back, did you ask them how many threshold cycles yeah. of PCR tests that you were tested on are going to be used to determine the positive test or negative tests? And obviously, in response to my tweet, he tweeted earlier today that what is the general population their accuracy of a SARS COVID PCR test? And is it possible to generate a false positive if you simply run enough cycles? Obviously, that wasn't really in response to my tweet, but that, those are there questions we've There is a small chance, been, right. but I doubt it. I think he had a script ready to go. I do too. What do you, so what do you make of this? That he's well, echoing all, these sentiments that we have echoed. Do you happen to know, I'll tell you what I make of it, but do you happen to know what the right number is of the cycles? I've heard 30... I've heard 35. I heard anything above those numbers is useless, irrelevant. So as a mnemonic, I like to remember that Jesus was 33 when he died. Yeah, I wish it was 33. That'd be a great number. One of my mom's favorite numbers. But it's like around there, right? I mean, they do it sometimes at 28 or 38, right? Or is it just... Well, a lot of them are at 45. They're way over. So just if it's under 35, then it's, you know, whatever. Okay. So uh, I think that... Elon Musk is a taint agent extraordinaire. And the things that he says he does either to taint what information is or to gin people up or to make it a cause celeb, to make it an issue that you're allowed to bat about that kind of looks marginally like a conspiracy theory, but will in the end be shown to be true. I mean, this guy gets away with breaking laws, uh, SEC laws. I mean, it's just not reasonable to think that this guy is just this rogue actor who gets away with murder. I just don't believe it. He's there for a reason. And if he's putting this stuff out there, I have to assume that they're trying, he's trying to call into question the PCR test and that in 
as a result, it's going to uh, they're going to use that like the questioning to usher in a different kind of test. Then you'll have more tests. It'll be rapid tests. It'll it'll continue to spike these numbers. I completely agree. I've noticed that this revelation of the faults with the PCR test and the threshold cycles while we were talking about it a while ago, and so were some others. Most people weren't, and you could get uh, you could get censored on Twitter if you did. But now, talk about that is starting to to really get exposed. Well, it was in the New York Times, right? right. So they do that stuff. They they slow rolled it. They made the thing come out. There was an article. I think JJ Poogie sent it to us. It, it was by Ianides, the I think Stanford doctor, who it was in the World Health Organization, and it he analyzed the true uh, infection fertil- uh, fatality rate of COVID, which means like how many people die who get it, who get it, and if you're below seventy years old, the infection fatality rate is 0.05. Yeah. So that's one in 10,000 people who get it die. I mean, that has to be less than just a common cold. I knew a kid who died of a cold. I mean, it happened. It like it did. It was whatever, a coronavirus and it got into his heart or something many years ago. But like it was the only kid I ever met. So I probably have met 10,000 kids or less in my life. And I knew one who did die. It's like that. And then just as the general population, it's something like 0.23 percent infection for fatality rate. But that has to be I mean, given that one is almost five times the other. And that has to be almost entirely in that cohort above 70. So they're they're yeah. obviously messing with the numbers. And then I had one other thing to say about it. Tell me what that other thing is. And I want to tell you what Fauci said today. OK, and then I have another thing. Uh, I recently read just this morning on the CDC website, two and a half million Americans have died this year so far. Is that what is that compared to last year? I don't know. But I was just I'm just. You know, it's like they, I hear the news and they're like, 200,000 people died of COVID. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, 200,000 Americans are dead. I'm like, wait, how many Americans are dead? Like oh, yeah. two and a half million people died this year. That's a yeah. big number. Two and a half million people. What if people. they were just outraged about car accident deaths or heart yeah, disease? Yeah, all the deaths that outpace that because if that two and a half million i mean the top 10 causes of death have to be all have to be around the same it is odd you know all the focus on one of the alleged top cause of death at at the expense of treatment because people aren't getting treated for things which is likely causing an increase in those other i'm just saying that like they try to make the numbers sound so huge yeah yeah but it's a day in the life man it's every single month that number of people die from just stuff you don't even know and it's the people, the same people. It's yeah. the people in the same cohort, the people in the same age group. You can take any piece of information out of context yes. and not yes. compare it to what the norm is and say it dramatically. This week, there was seven yes. days. What? <laughs> Five of them. People got off two days this week. Wow, it's, it's it, unprecedented. The 
best example of that was the Kellyanne Conway picture where she's got her her feet up her, on the he, couch. Uh, her, yeah, she took her shoes off and she's sitting on the White House. Uh, and the caption was Kelly Leffler shows total disrespect Kelly, to Kelly the Black Caucus. Conway, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Kellyanne Conway. Sorry, total disrespect to the Black Caucus meeting in the Oval Office. And then when you pan out, you see that they were all gathered around the desk, and she was she took her shoes off because she was on the couch to take a picture yeah. of them. Yeah, but I mean, you look at photo. the picture, and you're looking at her, or the picture of her, and you're thinking, "What her a dirty piece feet of trash!" I know. I was like, "Wow, that's like that's worse than my kids chewing with their mouths open." Yeah. Like I was shocked at her bad manners, and then when you pan out, it makes complete sense. It's just absolutely right. And if she had her shoes right. on, how much worse would that be? People would be going nuts if she had uh, yeah, high I mean, heels no, there was jabbing into the couch. Just, the, just yeah. context is everything. Fauci today, he said that the independent spirit of Americans has gotten in the way of the coronavirus response. And he he said, I was talking with my UK colleagues who are saying the UK is similar to where we are now because each of our countries have that independent spirit. And he said, I can understand that. But now is the time to do what you're told. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That folds into... Fauci can kiss my hindside. <laughs> I I have three quick hits that'll hit every one of those things. If you that go, go right with it. what... Okay. Dean tweeted at me this article from Victoria. Victoria is Canada, right? Or Australia. There's probably one in each. I think it's Canada. I think it's Canada, but I'm I getting a lot look. of stuff from you Australia. Go on, I'll look. Sorry, Stella's going to freak out. <laughs> Stella's like, you don't even know the states. No, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm pretty positive it's Canada. So yes, it's, it's Canada, British yeah, it's Columbia. A, yeah. Oh, right, because it's a place in a province. Okay, got it. So it says new, this is the title. It pretty much says it from there. New COVID-19 restrictions will be needed for anti-vaxxers. So this is an opinion piece, but it says that you can't force vaccines on people. So what you need to do is keep them out of the general population. So that's exactly what I thought. Like they would not force vaccines. I don't think they're going to force the vaccines. I think they're just going to make sure it's like the curly light bulbs. Regular light bulbs have not been banned. Yeah, they they make them obsolete obsolete (laughs) man. They can no longer participate in society. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. They're boomerizing everybody. So that's it. Like it's like my mom. Nobody really cares what she thinks. They don't care if she watches Fox News. So that was one thing. Then uh, the really important. Remember, I think we were talking about this in the Rockfin video last night, which was, I think, the video we shot last night, I think was our best one yet for Rockfin. There's some pretty I, outrageous things that these guys And I was just, I thought that the it was very, very interesting. So, and actually we have free stuff on Rockfin. Is that for people? People can go to Rockfin. It's stuff that we've had before. Yeah, it's a, I, I put some of the free stuff. Check it out. Yeah, yeah old shows and, and things up and you can see the free stuff. Good. Yeah. So hopefully people will check that out and maybe we'll put some samples out there so people know what we're talking about. But, uh, I believe I, I mentioned, I thought it was the World Health Organization that said that just sending your kids to school is implied consent that they are permitted to get a vaccination. So I immediately told my kids, like, don't let anyone give you a shot. Stick a needle in your arm, slice your veins open for any reason. 
<laughs> unless yeah. I'm there. And uh, but at the same time, Grampy tweeted at me, DM'd a um, a law, a DC Did you say law. Grampy? Grampy her right. Twitter handles Grampy not Grumpy, and it says that the it's a DC law B twenty three dash O one seven one, and clearly it's a model law. It's not a federal law yet, but that's these things do start in places where they're more open to government control, and it says that the name of it is Minor Consent for Vaccinations Amendment of twenty nineteen. So this happened in March twenty nineteen. It's still getting batted about it's been postponed a little bit but it says that a a child of any age a child of any age can can is competent to consent to a vaccination if it was uh recommended by the u.s advisory committee on immunization practices so if a government board said this is the right thing to do and the, I, I, I can't tell if it's the kid has to be able to understand what it means to have health risks and benefits or if they're presumed to, but it applies to it, it gives the power of consent to children of any age. And because they, it, there is so clearly psychological elements of both the information they give kids. Actually, a friend of mine had, has unvaccinated kid. She said in kindergarten, all the other kids would get vaccinations. They would get sick. They would stay home from school. The kid at like the age of five or six asked her to get vaccines for her. So the pressure kid, that's why that's why there's a thing called statutory rape. It's like you can consent and still not be competent to consent to something invasive in your body that you might not realize how damaging it is. Yeah, that is insidious the way that they do that. Kids are subject to so much peer pressure and other things at school. They want to get on the bandwagon. They're at a time in their lives when they're the most impressionable, especially especially for children around them and, and, and their teachers. And there's a lot more pressure there than there is at home. And you're in a rebellious stage. It's insidious the way that they, they target them in those most vulnerable psychological times of their lives. It's very important to fit in to those kids for sure. And then one, this, this map, I don't think we talked about it on the air. I mentioned the other day that in Biden's build back better, triple B build back better.com who AJ, a patron pointed out that build back better is the left's MAGA. BBB is going to be less <laughs> yeah. MAGA. I thought that yeah. was cute, but that he said in there that, so he's going to, he wants a mandatory mask rule or mask mandate, but he knows that the feds can't really do that. So he's trying to co-opt governors and mayors as a belt and suspenders actually says something just like that in the language. But another thing they're doing is they said social distancing is a dial, not a switch. So they're going to kind of give you a, a sliding scale of what they recommend for your locality. So you can plug in your zip code to that see how online you thing be. from Georgia Tech we talked about the other day. Where you yeah, can- I think that that is it. And then we talked about this map, but it was in the Wall Street Journal today. So this thing is I've seen this three days in a row now getting brighter and brighter in my face is this map. And it's funny. I'm showing. Oh, yeah, that map. Right. People can see it. It's all over everything. 
And it shows like different colors for how hot a spot it is for a coronavirus. And A, so red is where it's super hot. It, it actually looks to me like very close to the election map. Yeah. You know, when you see the right, red and blue election map, if you overlaid and all the red areas are red. So like Republican places are just riddled with it, even though when you look at it, it also looks like the red is just simply overlaid on farmland. Like yeah. That looks like a reverse population density map. A, twi- a tweet pointed that out to me. It was great tweet. And they so. But obviously, I, I mean, there's also like climate elements to it. But Washington, Oregon, Maine, those places are all absolutely clear. And the climate there is not so hot. So and literally not so hot. So I, I don't think it's strictly that. But it very it seems very political. And they can get in there and just terrorize people, even without the actual laws to go along with it. This is the kind of thing that will like have you checked. Like I'm sure the Republicans checked the terror alert color more than Democrats did back in the day. Yeah. And then they they get all hot and bothered that like people the doomsday aren't watch also. There you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Don't you have a shout out? Let's get to the Patreon 15. Yeah, I have a shout out. And then I, I want to tell you something about the Secret Service, uh, Twitter. I've got lots of stuff for the Patreon 15. And did we talk about Friday the 13th yet? No, right. we did not. It's Friday the 13th. It is Friday the 13th. And you so pointed out something before the show that I did not know. I did not remember this. And I'm going to tell you more about it in, in just a moment. But first, I want to give a shout out to Paul who I I email with his wife. She's a fascinating person and she raises all kinds of animals and stuff. I think she homeschools her kid. And she told me she was expecting a long time ago. She told me this and she said, well, you know, I hope they don't make me wear a mask when I have my, and I said, sir, come on, there's no way six months from now, we're still going to have this. Well, her due date is nigh upon us. So Paul writes this. This is a shout out. By the end of the month, we should have a new family member. I would like my shout out to go to him, Charles Theodore Arnold Waski, And of course, his mother, Lanny, for all her hard work, labor, positive attitude and love while still keeping this family functioning. I've had many great conversations with her. She's a lovely gal. And I wish them all the best. And let's throw some prayers out there. Jim Jeffries was absolutely moved that there are so many prayers going up to his mom who's battling cancer. We gave a shout out by coincidence on her birthday. So that was oh, that's super, great. Yeah. super sweet. Yeah. And so congratulations um, on the baby also. Yeah. So we're glad the shout outs are back. Thank you all. And to y'all. And I will also, I'm running a special. If you do want a shout out, if you love the show, I'm running some specials. If you join as a party level patron, I, either a patron of the truth or a patron saint, I have some swag for you. So join and then just message me with your address and you'll get some fun propaganda report stuff. Awesome. That's cool. I can't wait to hear about this interesting piece of information that correlates <laughs> with today's 13th. date <laughs> and the patron 15. You guys can find your drive time news blast. Every week after noon, thepropreport.com, your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we do post every day that we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. And also check out Rockfin, rockfin.com. You can see some sample videos. If you're already a patron, we did link some sample videos a few weeks back that you guys can check out. So make sure you give that a look and we will talk to you on the Patreon 15 or next week. Have a fantastic weekend. 
go and leave us some reviews on iTunes as well. It helps the show. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get Rob Schneider on the show. And if we have an overwhelming number of fives, I feel I'm going to send him our reviews. That'd be awesome. He's super cool. 